0: This is Mr. Fun Size Marco Stunt and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from
1: all your worries sure so would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes-
2: And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're live at the Odeon. This is Wrestling Chairs. We like to talk about the things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review episode for AIW's Bobblehead Night. I am your host of Wrestling Cheers. I am Justin Summers, and... Resting Cheers is brought to you by Trading Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean. Resting Cheers. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Resting Cheers, Twitter.com slash Resting Cheers, and Instagram.com slash Resting Cheers. Email if you so choose to desire, Resting Cheers at com. and we have the merch store over at Wetter like I said, we will be reviewing Bobblehead Night from AIW, and of course, gotta have a panelist on this week. Uh, it's not going to be just me and this person like it was last week. Uh, but speaking of uh, Pat from last week, we have Ed from
0: Pod Van Dam. Hey, Pat's actually not from last week. Our podcast is called Pod Van Dam. I don't know what this last week podcast you're talking about is. Well, he was on. He was on last week's episode. Oh, because this isn't record. I got it hmm yeah because yeah i understand because this is t- it was yesterday but in but in this land yeah,
2: and, and in it, the future that that's already yeah. that's already aired And your episode yeah. with john Thorne aired uh, earlier this week so how was it how did I, I was
0: really great i appreciate him for not hitting me <laughs>
2: <laughs> i hope he hits you now
1: oh no
0: man i've already got hit last
1: week
2: <laughs> and we also have stacy from super fantastic
1: hey man how's it going uh, it's
2: been a while since you've
1: been on. Yeah, weeks at least.
2: <laughs> I think I I've thought about it in my head. It's been almost, around a month,
1: so that's a that's a good break. I needed it. I was on a lot.
2: Yeah, even a little peek behind the curtain two weeks ago. You like mentioned about like coming on. I think it was going to be you and I. I forget who, uh, Rick. And I was like, eh, I'm actually going to give you some weeks off because I know you're just like. There's so many times for episodes I have to come to you and you're like, like I really don't want to be on, but.
1: Like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure somebody plugged UXWA. Rick was there; yeah. he was able to do it. So,
2: how how was uh, UXWA, which would now be almost two weeks ago for both of you, because you were
0: both how was the show? That show was awesome.
1: Yeah, the show was great. How was commentary?
0: Not. <laughs> I don't feel like I hurt Stacy's feelings when I say that we we're both pretty self aware,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. No, we know. Um, it'll get better. That, I mean. It got better as we did it, I
0: thought. I don't know. It's a rough start and then it gets there.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: neither of us had ever done commentary before, so I forget. New respect though for like every commentator to ever do that. Like, I think yeah. Michael Cole is amazing now. I think Michael Cole's <laughs> the most talented performer in the WWE.
1: Yeah, I have complained about a bunch of people doing shit that I had no business complaining about. Lesson Hell yeah, learned. man.
0: You're never gonna see me talk shit about wrestling announcers on Twitter.com ever again, ever. They're all great. They're all so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: because I listen to so many podcasts. Well, wasn't it on Pod Van Dam? You guys said that like nobody ever like goes back to like someone's first commentary gig and like criticizes it because obviously like every like everybody's gonna start off somewhere and nobody's batting a thousand
0: out the gate. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, I told Justin on the last episode. Is that like no one's ever like walked into it and done it like commentary for the first time, and they've been like, "Wow, nailed it!" Like it's never happened. So like I knew going into it, this is gonna be pretty rough. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's done now. Oh um, yeah. So you can't go back. Uh, but I don't know. I. It was. It was definitely not like we did not break the trend of first times, uh, knocking it out of the park. Yeah, we didn't do that. It's, uh, you know, it's our first commentary. I'm
0: gonna go back and watch it when it comes out and uh, hate myself and take some notes and and learn from that and then you know get a Chick fil A sandwich and cheer myself up.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I feel like we gotta have a lot of notes.
0: It was so hard. (laughs) It was.
1: yeah i i don't know if we're like if if we are not like because i know both of us have said it like on twitter too like it is much more difficult than i thought we're not just like you know selling it like it's really it's not as easy like the fact that i now appreciate how good carson got as quick as he did
0: right it's amazing
1: (laughs) yeah unreal so you guys looking forward to november and doing it again yes Yes. absolutely absolutely
2: I'm hoping to be at that show. I'm about a good ninety percent sure I'll be there.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to do it again. Like we, I think we found our roles about halfway through it, and then it started to build on that. And that's
1: yeah. I think we also both know the things we need to go over before the show now. Yeah. Where like this time, we were both like, "This seems like what we should go over before
0: the show." <laughs> yeah, but now we know. <laughs> yeah, there are some things that happened. Like I didn't even think to ask anybody about that. Like yeah. All right. Where were you, Summers?
2: <laughs> I was in Akron. That's a good question. I was in. I, well, I, I talked about it on that last week's or two weeks ago's episode. I was in Akron. There was a oh. show there that I I tend to go to.
1: No, I get. It. I like Akron. No, Akron's fine. Mm-hmm.
2: But knowing when the next show is going to be for UXWA, I, it's not conflicting with anything, so should be there.
1: And November thirtieth, I believe.
2: I believe so, because it's uh, the same day after, uh, not the same day after, it's the day after Hell on Earth, which will feature Kevin Nash. Any uh, any conversations on Kevin Na- No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Let's get into this show. Let's get into Bobblehead Night. Uh, first off, Stacey, you're not really a big meet and greet guy, but you're, you're not really either, are you, Ed? No. So I'm, I'm the only one that met D'Lo.
0: Yeah, he didn't have the European title. That's what I said. If he had the European title there, I would have definitely...
2: Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, bought a, uh, I bought a figure and got it signed, so that was that was something.
1: Yeah, for me, it's got to be, like, somebody I cared about when I was a kid. Um, a scary skeleton, D-Lo's man. cool. Scary skeleton, man, yeah. Um, D'Lo's cool. He was hanging out at the bar after. Oh, um, fucking was he? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I didn't do any meet and greets. No no Britt Baker meet and greet, no... Uh, no d Lo. stacy probably just between me and you what would you think about the pin i think the pin's cool he did a great job again Pollyanna diy man makes good pins oh fuck yeah uh, i have i seem to have like so many because
2: so many wrestlers go to him which it's great i I think he does great work and just that f- a bobblehead uh kind of style pin or however you want to describe it that it's fucking great
1: yeah it's cool it's uh The the little bobblehead action, the way you made it work, is cool. And it feels like it's not going to break very easy. Mm -hmm. So usually with things like that on pins, that's like the, you know, the main thing is like, ah, how durable is it going to be? Like, I have a, I have like a Texas chainsaw pin that is like the scene when he slams that metal door shut after he hits the guy with the sledgehammer. I know exactly what Uh, you're talking about. And uh, that sliding mechanism on it broke after like a week and a half so wow but this feels more durable than that so good job
2: hell yeah sport pollyanna diy he's doing a lot of great stuff and i'm looking forward to the uh halloween danhausen pen
1: yeah i just saw that that looks really good
2: all right let's get into this show and we started off with an unannounced match a, a pre-show match which doesn't happen often in aiw i can't even think of the last time there was a pre-show match no yeah um, technically i've never seen it we've had we had the pre-show Akron shows yeah the pre-show was that just one or all of them was it just the rubber city con
1: yeah it was just that one because he had all those extra folks in i think
2: yeah so like i mean other than that i can't even think of any so just like uh probably half hour before bell somewhere around that time they announced uh C-P-A versus T-K-D
1: preview, basically, for uh, UXWA. So many letters. <laughs> there's a lot of letters in this one. Almost all of them. You got a U, you got an X, got a C. <laughs> there's a there's a, a K and a, a T and a D. Mm-hmm. It's just all kinds of letters.
0: I didn't see I, this match. I wasn't there yet.
1: Yeah, I, I actually used this match trying to do commentary in my head the whole time I watched it because I knew I had to call this match the next day. Oh, yeah. Um, It didn't help. (laughs) It didn't help at all.
2: I showed up not that long before this match started, but I think it was long enough for me to go meet D'Lo, get my figure signed, talk to people, run out to my car and come back. But uh, I I love seeing CPA in AIW. I think he's been a a great addition as of late and uh, just absolute blast in and out of the ring. How, how do you guys feel about this match? I don't remember that much from it. Mainly, I, uh, mean, mainly
1: I like... think I might have been the only one who watched it. <laughs> uh, Ed, Ed wasn't even there. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was good. I mean, it was. it's hard for me to remember this match specifically because I saw it like the same match twice in two days. Mm-hmm. So to kind of differentiate what happened in one from the other one. But it was good. Um, CPA got the best of tkd at this one Mm -hmm. and uh you have to check out that uxwa video when it comes out to see how it went the next day but
0: fucking nice (laughs) good plug
1: cpa one via stunner
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. stone cold stunner
1: well i mean not a stone cold stunner is
0: that his finish
2: his stunner according to Caden, is i mean his finisher according to Caden, is stunner
0: is this, like, his first match he's won in the AIW? I'm just trying to figure out if the stunner is his go. Like, that's his finish, or if he was just fucking around. It's like, I'm just going to win with the stunner.
2: This can't be his first win, can
0: it? Well, I'm it's...
1: looking. I have it up.
2: I feel like he's been uh, a lot of scramble. I think the thing with him, he hasn't been in many announced matches.
1: Uh, he lost to Dan at Rager. That's
2: right. One-on-one match right there. Um, he's more known for what he did after the show, though.
1: Uh, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Um... He wasn't on Abso. He was on the Winchester show the week before. And lost to Parker Pierce. Okay. And he did not win at uh, J-Lit Night 2. Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm digging back through further. This is his first win. Was he on Guido's The Guido Show? Yes. I know he was. And he... And he lost. Manders won. That's right. Yeah, man. I mean, I think this might be that might have been his first win at AIW. Was that dark match? And he debuted
2: in a scramble. He was a last minute replacement for. Uh, last minute replacement. It was uh, what fucking show was that? Shuffled up the card uh, when Lucha Brother couldn't be there or wasn't there.
1: Yeah, and, and he
2: lost that. So yeah, first fucking match, I'm win. Yeah, there <laughs> was, you go. And <laughs> it was on the pre-show. Still on the card though, but pre-show.
1: And guess start somewhere.
2: Yep. Next up, we have the Fatal Four-way Tag Team Match: 40 Acres versus Aeroform versus Bitcoin Boys versus the Production. And any only less production. It started off uh, pretty quick, and uh, a lot of shit went on in this match.
1: Yeah, this was kind of all over the place right out the gate. Mm -hmm. Pretty chaotic. There was so much shit that happened in this match. I can't even remember
2: a lot, but I remember because like what we get in a lot of these four way, especially tag team matches, where it's just like a lot, a lot of shit going on. Especially with you know the history we have with Forty Acres and the production, Bitcoin Boys. Doing everything that they've done in a lot of matches, and uh, Aeroform, who's you know a legendary tag team, some might say in AIW, other might not say that. But a lot of crazy shit on this one. Teeth, always teeth. Love that Danhausen.
1: Yeah, there's just you know there's a lot of people at the ring for this because uh, there's eight people wrestling in it. You've got the Duke, you've got PB both outside. Mm-hmm. There's ten people around the ring. There's there were a, a ton of cool shit happened in this match that I saw. And I would imagine there's a bunch of shit that happened that I didn't see because I was looking somewhere else at that moment. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of sometimes I think when you get that many people out there, it can kind of be like a sensory overload. Like, yeah, you kind of can't keep track of everything. At least I can.
2: And it was uh, Bitcoin Boys one via roll up.
0: Hell yeah. I like Mikey. I don't know if you guys. I I think Mikey's a really good wrestler.
2: I had no idea. Did you just become a fan of his like last week?
0: Yeah, it's new. Did you guys see what he did after the match? Maybe. On the way out, somebody tried to high-five him, like one of the stage people, like seat people. Uh, <laughs> he went to high-five him and looked him up and yelled, fuck you. Was that's fantastic. Great. But like, the, like the the earnestness in the fuck you was amazing. Like. That's really good. Made me laugh real big. I sat on the stage this time, by the way. That was weird. I, I saw that. You were stage boy. Yeah. Uh, nobody. I tweeted that if anybody sees me hit this pen on fight TV, let me know. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> I guess I was pretty discreet about it because nobody, nobody said anything.
2: How was the stage seating compared to like front row floor seating for you?
0: Dude, uh, I mean, I like it better for like parts. Like it's a, it's a way better sight line. And, uh, but like. I wore above-the-knee shorts, you know what I mean? So, like, my legs were on Fight TV all night long, and I was pretty <laughs> self-conscious about that. I didn't like that part of it. I don't like being on hard camera, which is weird. I sat in the bleachers in Mount Carmel forever, but, like, I don't know. I guess it's because I was probably pretty shithouse drunk then, so I didn't worry too much about it.
1: You know, I never even thought about it when we sat in those bleachers that we were on hard cam. Not me once. Me either,
0: but that night I was thinking about it the entire time.
1: It, uh, it hit me... I don't know. I mean, I guess I thought about it at a certain point, but like I had been sitting up there for like a year before I watched a show back and was like, oh, hey, look at I'm on the oh yeah, there I am.
0: The whole fucking show. Whole I never time thought there. about it uh, until my roommates made a drinking game out of it when I lived in Akron. <laughs> <laughs> you really got a drink every time you see me freak out over something. Oh, God. It happens a lot, man. I didn't know it until then. It's like it, I really like wrestling if Ed stands up and puts his hands on his head
2: (laughs) I was wondering like probably what the the top three shows would be to get drunk with that game
0: um I I, I'd say that back to the future cup with the student scramble just for that match alone like I lost my shit during that match uh any rap theme show like those are always I had a feeling that was gonna be up there I I thought maybe a particular one but those shows i need four of them pretty much except no i don't think i got too drunk in my first aiw show i think after that i got pretty comfortable though there's an absolution where i forget like the second half of the, it's that real hot and sweaty one you know what i mean what year was that
1: turner's uh, hall hot and sweaty or mount carmel hot and sweaty
0: mount carmel hot and sweaty, one where shane and was like clean up this fucking vinyl mat i'm not wrestling on it
1: <laughs> that was like two years ago
2: yeah three yeah. years ago three years ago uh two because if i'm correct it's the one after big in the past because i remember two sweaty absolutions like horribly sweaty absolution Was it 13 or 14 and then abs. i know episode 10 like that was god
0: awful episode yeah. 10 was pretty terrible and i got a picture of like me with athena Cause I like I knew she was getting signed As like pretty much known at that point. So it's like, ah, I really like Athena a whole bunch. So I'm gonna go get a picture with her. And we are the grossest humans, like the most disgusting people in that.
2: Yeah, that that day sucked, and I don't know I've talked about it. Like one of the greatest um, star-studded main events ever in AIW, but the humidity in that place was absolutely insane. But anyway, more about head uh, freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> My my bigger question would be, how many shows have you gotten completely wasted at? Are we at two? Or no, one. One I think the other one was after.
0: What and like ever, forever? In AIW? Yeah. Oh, like shitty drunk. Yeah.
1: Like two or three. Okay. I've been at three. Yeah, I'm gonna say three probably. One of them was like a menor bar show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was that one, and then there was a Winchester show and then Rager. Yeah, that was the that was the one where you walked up to me with two glasses full of booze,
1: and we're like, "These are Jager bombs," but they were full size fucking glasses. And then I watched you drink both of them and get more.
0: Hell yeah, that's the one where like I was sleeping and Alberty was like, "Yo, we should probably take him up and pick him up and take him to another bar." And (laughs) that was
2: yeah. I remember the the Menor show the one the most because that was the one you were pretty drunk and then you kept yelling over for me i'd come over and then you would just be like what are you doing standing here and i go to leave and you're like where are you going over here and like we did the same thing like two or three times
0: hell yeah i'd say i regret it but that's the night that like uh i first hung out with like pat and jobbers so, like Pod and dan wouldn't be a thing if that never happened you know what i mean it's that night i'm not where i am <laughs> right now your birthday yeah that show yeah yeah
1: that's crazy
2: I, I will yeah man i won't get into it into right now but it's kind of we kind of talked about that last week a little bit
1: that was the night i watched thunder kitty almost kill a townie outside <laughs> that bar we went to for karaoke yes. Dude, i'm so sad i don't remember that yeah you were busy laying in a parking lot at that oh yeah yeah all
2: right now next up we have dominic greenie versus alex shelley and the crowd was pretty split down the middle i was kind of surprised like i've never been a huge alex shelley fan uh motor city machine guns fan whatever but i i was kind of surprised
1: that the crowd was split
2: that i mean that that people loved alex shelley that much
0: i love alex shelley that much who are you i love alex shelley who are you rooting for alex shelley whoa yeah dude i i think deep down dom was rooting for alex shelley Dude, it's (laughs) alex shelley like he's fucking amazing one half of Paparazzi Productions. It's not the first time I've heard that name the night. Dude, it's the best thing to happen, probably in wrestling. <laughs> it is half of it. It is half of it.
2: God, we need another super fantastic of you talking all your wrestling takes. Best things to happen in wrestling. I want to know like a top ten.
0: And I want them ordered. Monster Mash Battle Royal. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> wanna... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I want to hear um, the list. Anal explosion death match. (laughs) Hold on, where the fuck was that? What is
1: that? FMW. Okay, so like I've obviously skipped that episode. Holy fuck! Anal uh, explosion death
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's Fuki FMW, right? And it's like when Hayabusa was H. So it's when Ganeske turned into Dark Hayabusa to like ruin Hayabusa's name. It's like you know he when he like made that porno and shit. Yeah. Yeah it's around that time and like when they were young boys they both did this thing where like they held like bottle rockets in their butt crack and like shot bottle rockets out of their ass right okay. so this was like a callback to that which is like a a thing like FMW people knew about so it's not as weird to them as it seems to us but the loser had to like put firecrackers in their ass and light it on fire <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> And then there's uh, uh and then there's that belt in FMW at that time that uh Goemon lost and had to win and it was attached to him and the, the title belt slowly killed you and like poisoned you. Yeah. And those are the top ten things in wrestling history. <laughs> and that
1: wasn't ten things. Yeah, so.
0: That's all I got right now. Right on.
2: <laughs> I I want a full top ten and your top five favorite wrestlers and why.
0: Number one, Brian Alvarez. <laughs> because he says dude on his podcast, and I like how he says it. <laughs> is David Arquette on the list? No, man, but that he's just in the greatest match of all time. <laughs> he's like not, nah, you know what I mean? He's he's not that amazing, but like that match is amazing.
2: Okay. Alex Shelley versus <laughs> Dominic Green.
0: Yo, Alex Shelley didn't come out to six barrel shotgun, that made me real sad inside. Anybody else? Just me? Yeah. Just I think you're the only one. That, Damn. That, you yeah. guys don't like Alex Shelley, huh?
1: No, it's not that I don't like Alex Shelley. I just, I'm just i not passionate about his entrance music.
0: I like that we're so uh, quick to forgive Alex Shelley because last time we saw him at AIW, he was kind of sexually assaulting Candice LeRae and beating up Johnny Gargano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're gone now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wasn't well, that the last time he was around? That feud, right? Yeah. I yeah, try. man, that Candice stuff was real weird. I wasn't into it. It it was so bad that I actually forgot about
2: it I just remember Gargano beating him And he was never allowed back in AIW Or whatever the stipulation actually was So we can get him back for not only one show But technically two shows in a week That's awesome God,
1: He's going to have a banger Thursday with Janela
2: Or he did have a banger Thursday versus Janela
0: Oh, yeah How about that? How about that Boogeyman Brian Alvarez fan? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the reason why we doing it this week, because so many times we'll do like a review like two weeks later. And it's kind of like, especially where there's like two shows, it's like, oh, uh, I'm kind of blurring some shows. Like, uh, well, I kind of remember this. I kind of remember that. So now the other show hasn't happened yet. But to the listeners, it happened Thursday, a week ago.
0: Time's weird, you know. <laughs> Send tweet. <laughs> <It's>, uh...
2: <laughs> Big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. You can quote your weird shit, I'll quote Doctor Who. Oh,
0: that's from Doctor Who? Yeah. Hang on, I've heard people
2: say it. Uh, It was uh, Alex Shelley, 1v, uh, Border City Stretch.
1: We kind of glazed over this match, but it was a fucking really good match. Yeah. Like, really fucking good. One of the best matches Dom's had this year.
2: I, I would agree. I think there is at least one match ahead of it. But I'll put it in the ballpark. Top five.
1: Well, yeah, it's probably the best match of the year.
2: Yeah, what you what you'll say is the best match of the year. You're saying, or what we'll yeah you the, say? the
1: one I yeah. would put ahead of it from Dom yeah. this year is my match of the year. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Side note: I can't wait till we do a year end review. There's going to be a, like a, I think a lot of good stuff of like, especially fucking 2019 AIW, fucking insane.
1: Yeah, it's been the craziest year that I've seen in AIW. Next
2: up. We had Parker Pierce and Dr. Daniel Steve Rockingham versus Big Tuan Tucker and the real deal, Delo Brown. I fucking love this match if it mainly just was like Big Tuan being put in that moment a little bit more with the storyline of Parker Pierce and Big Tuan and adding in Dr. Dan. So, so much fun. The only thing I would have loved to have seen at the end of the end of the match, Delo and Tuan do a nation domination thing.
1: Well, Dilo and Tuan did both try to get up on the uh, the second rope, but it didn't work out. Yeah, what do you guys think of this match?
0: Yo, Parker is getting really good. Um, so that's good to know. I like that. Um, also, uh, anybody else get real nervous when Dilo went for that spin kick? Anybody else's butthole tighten up? Because I was like, oh, there's no way, there's no way, and then he hit it, and I was like, fuck, Dilo's really good at wrestling, man. Delo Brown. Yeah, D'Lo was way, way better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, because he looked, I'm not going to lie, when he walked out, he looked nearly immobile. <laughs> <laughs> and I was real worried. And then I don't know, once that bell rang, he just went out there and did the thing. It was awesome.
2: I mean, the one thing about D'Lo is we know that he's not someone who's just like randomly doing matches like once a month or something. He seems to be a little bit more active than that. I mean, you don't even say once a month. I want to say like, like when we get people like Savio. I don't, know, I don't know how much he wrestles, but I feel like there's been people that have come in. It's like, I don't know when the last time you were in a ring, but D'Lo is semi-active at least.
0: The cool thing about D'Lo Brown is he was the vice president for Aces and Eights. <laughs> <laughs> and like when nobody talked about that that night. Do you
2: like Aces and Eights, D'Lo over Nation
0: Domination D'Lo? No man Cause like Nation d Was European Champion d And like That belt was the coolest When it was like Him and X-Pac Just trading it back and forth Oh That show's awesome I was gonna it's say really,
1: was good shit I
0: was gonna
2: say That I loved uh, Nation versus DX Like that was just a, One of my favorite Like moments of Raw ever
0: I just remember like when D-Lo beat Triple H for the European title. And I was like, what the fuck, man? D-Lo Brown, like the, the fucking fifth guy from the nation. And then he ended, ended up being awesome. What about that other guy in the match? Triple H? Yeah. He's okay. He's like C, uh, C plus. I don't know, man. Like he's, he's all right. <laughs> like, as a wrestler, he's, a, he's pretty boring. He's like Bobby Roode, man. Like I would never say Bobby Roode's bad. He's just, I don't know. Boring. I guess he knows what he's doing, but like, I don't know suplexes and sidewalk slams and not even cool suplexes everything's real basic it's like a triple h that's i had to put are there exciting triple h matches i just want someone to correct me like uh yeah there we go (laughs) look man i've never been on the other
1: side of your triple h argument as far as that shit goes like he's he's a wrestler
0: yeah just I, like I don't know, like I'm trying to think of like awesome Triple H matches, and the ones everybody was gonna say are like Hell and Soul Taker, and it's like, dude, I was there, that wasn't that cool. Like, it's just people spamming finishers, like Shawn Michaels conflicted staring at his hands like Johnny Gargano and shit. I don't know.
2: Triple <laughs> he <H>. buried
0: Punk. <laughs> Fuck him, <laughs> his guts.
1: Punk buried Punk.
0: Oh please,
1: <laughs> Phil. Man, you know Punk. who's. You know who's not fucking. You know who's not fucking buried. Big fucking Twan. Yeah. Nice. Holy wow, shit! Did he have a crowd behind him? Fuck yes. E- Everyone loves Twan. Scares
0: the shit out of me. You- it's very intense these days.
1: I wonder what the percentage of
2: the fan base loves Big Twan. I feel like it's hundred percent, but there has to be someone out there some crazy oh, person that that's there's like, always a him.
1: contrarian oh yeah there's always someone who's gonna be like oh i don't like Twan. he's blah 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 dude tuan is doing exactly what tuan should be doing yes he is he is doing things right it's amazing and like putting him against dan like i feel like it's a good i feel like this is a good thing for tuan to go through yeah uh because everybody hates dan you know <laughs> i think I think if you were to pull the crowd of like the percentage of people who like Twan, it's the exact same percentage of people who don't
0: like Dan. <laughs> I like Dan. So, I like I like Dan too. I think the crowd doesn't. <laughs> he's uh he's a college educated man.
2: <laughs> I I would say that that might be closer to and it was obviously great that we had them together, but the percentage of people that love Twan was the same people percentage of the people that didn't like mjf fucking
0: hated mjf
2: (laughs) because it was definitely a nice polar opposite with those two and then especially after nxtwan like it just separated them even more and i loved it uh dan probably might be the next best thing after that though
1: yeah dan and duke but i mean everybody hates duke okay yeah (laughs) i kind of like the duke uh, okay so uh, all but one person (laughs) hates the duke
2: i i kind of like the duke but i'll still boo the duke
1: well yeah
0: because
2: it's it's way more fun to boo the duke
0: it's helping mikey and eric win matches i'm all for the duke (laughs) even if they spray you with water yeah man no we talked about that mikey thought that i looked like i was like it was pretty hot in there he's helping out appreciate it it's refreshing really yeah so friends are for but it was nice go ahead now, him springing that Duke shit on me, I mean, I wish he had talked to me about it beforehand and let me know. But, uh, you know, it seems to be working out. So, uh, you know, I kind of like Duke.
2: That might have been one of my favorite moments in AIW where I just watch people's reactions. and like, you fucking jobber, Pat, just people being pissed. But it was fun to watch that. Because you got you to gotta hate the Duke. All right. It was uh, Big Tuan... And D-Lo, uh won via spear. So the whole my whole prediction from WrestleRager, like this is this is why it happened. And great to see uh fucking Big Tuan get maybe one of his I would say one of his first really big moments after beating MJF. And it, if you think about like where Big Tuan started and he was supposed to be a member of No Consequences and was pulled almost immediately, he was almost kind of like Daniel Bryan with the Nexus. Kind of wondered where he was gonna go from there and. Slowly but surely he found his place and that's one thing I, I really love about him
1: Yeah man I just I don't know how you don't like Big Twan Like outside of the ring he's incredible Inside of the ring he now flips that switch and is a totally different dude I just man I just I don't get how anybody could not like Twan
0: He uh he beat my ass at Dragon Ball Z fighter I've never played that is it fun It's, it's yeah man it's just a fighting game what's Dragon Ball Z It's alright I don't. I don't know much about Dragon Ball Z. It's about a monkey boy who loses his tail and can't turn into a giant monkey. Now, you know, classic monkey boy story.
2: The crazy thing is, I don't know whether you're fucking with me or telling me the truth. <laughs> I am like that unfamiliar with Dragon Ball Z.
0: <laughs> Nothing I said was false. <laughs> I mean,
1: I guess it's a little. It's a little different than that, but it's sure. G- I... <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Next up, we had a fatal four way match: Eric Stevens versus Zach Thomas versus Wheeler Yuta versus Lee Moriarty. Love, love seeing these four together.
1: Man, I'm glad that Yuda is like a regular AIW
0: roster member now.
2: Yeah, now that he's back from Germany.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, Wheeler Yuta, Shouts out to Jonah. What's up? <laughs>
2: ha! I, I like, and I, I hope we see more of him. However long he stays around, of uh, Eric Stevens.
1: Dude, Eric Stevens is the fucking man. Fuck yeah. Eric Stevens, I hope, is on every goddamn show until he decides that he doesn't want to wrestle anymore (laughs) again.
0: Man, if you gave me, like, last year a short list of shit I'd love to see happen in wrestling again, I'm pretty sure in the top, like, 20 would be like, man, I want to see Eric Stevens beat the shit out of some people again. Because that was great, like, 10 years ago. It just stopped. And now it's happening again. It's great. Got to, you know, hit some people hard. It's awesome. Always a big fan of hitting people hard in wrestling. I love for Eric Stevens to be
2: like, I'm going to retire from wrestling, but I'm just going to wrestle at AIW. That's it.
0: No, man, I want Eric Stevens in all Japan real bad. It's not like this isn't even me like being an all Japan homer. Like it's trust me. If you know all Japan, it makes total sense. Like he do fucking awesome there. And he loves it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's a big all Japan guy. I'll have to take your word for it. Everybody, let's watch some all Japan after this. I think we're we're
2: all probably going to go to bed, at least two of us.
0: Tell, tell everybody where they can see All Japan, All Japan. AJPW.TV, the All Japan streaming service. It's better than New Japan streaming service. Do they have a Roku app? They, I don't know if they have a Roku app, but I know that, uh, like, let's say you're watching an All Japan show, and you have to, like, go do something, and you, like, turn off your browser. Uh-huh. When you come back and log on and watch that show again, it's left off, like, right where you left it off. And New Japan doesn't do that.
2: I've said it a million times. My biggest pet peeve is just New Japan doesn't have a Roku app or just they any. still don't last. I knew no.
1: Huh. New Japan has the most busted ass streaming service in the world. Impact. <laughs> Impact has a better fucking streaming service. Their partner, Ring of Honor, has a better fucking streaming service. Get the fuck out of here. You're, you're from Japan innovate motherfucker <laughs> like, yeah make a good fucking interface for your fucking streaming service and I'll buy it for more than just fucking Wrestle Kingdom
2: I still have cancel I still have New Japan but the only person who uses is Caden any gifts from it so
0: you're welcome internet hey Lee Moriarty's growing on me so he's real good Yeah, I've always he's liked him I still really wanted Russell in the mask but I get that he does it now and I've accepted it But like, I still would really dig that. I don't know. It's a real cool mask. I don't know why you'd want to take it off.
2: I think Lee's one of my favorite wrestlers from Western PA of like, probably like a past five years worth of talent. Like he's just been a dude who's, I've said it before, just scratch and clawed and gets better and better. And he's, he's getting bigger and bigger and like, there's still way more to go with him. So there's so much,
1: so much fun to witness. He made that PWI 500 this year.
0: Did he? Yeah. What number? Uh four something. Lee, tweet me if you uh, <laughs> if you hear this. Let me know what number, man. Pretty pretty curious about that, but I don't want to buy that magazine. You know?
2: It was uh Eric Stevens won via end of hearted heartache.
0: He just tosses people down on their back. It's cool. I like it. Hope he's around more. You know what I mean? I know he's going to – I know they said that on the AIW podcast, but I don't know what that means. Like, yeah, we're going to have him around more. Like, I hope he's at every show.
2: Yeah. I would say at least another full year. I mean, I mean between now and Absolution. I think that would be great seeing him in Gauntlet,
1: seeing him in Jailit.
0: I mean he Lee, was last Lee year. Moriarty,
1: but... Lee Moriarty was 460.
0: Okay. Oh, OK. Lee, you don't have to tweet me anymore, man. I just got, <laughs> I just got told what it was. 460. All right. I, here's my favorite part of this Ed
1: is you're just figuring this out now and I dropped that shit three times on commentary
0: oh man <laughs> did you? I know you said he was in it yeah. I just didn't remember a number
1: now oh I don't know back that back I ever said I don't know if I ever said the number but.
0: The PWI 500 alright cool <laughs> yo commentary's hard man <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and next up We had Britt Baker versus Mercedes Martinez. The uh, final AIW match of Britt Baker and the AIW debut of Mercedes Martinez.
1: See you
0: later, Britt. Bye.
1: Man, I don't understand how Mercedes Martinez isn't signed somewhere. But boy, I would like to see her around a lot more uh, while she's available. Like every show that there's a women's match on. You Dude, I want to see her beat dudes up. Yeah, I'll take that too. Mercedes Martinez is great. Maybe she'll be someone that pops up more now that I mean
2: Brett was one of the, the go-tos in the in the women's division, if you want to call that that anymore. But I'd like to I'd like to see more women's matches. I don't think I mean obviously we're not getting GNO back, but I don't know. Maybe a, a show with two women's matches, maybe?
1: Or like Ed said, just bring Mercedes Martinez in and have her beat dudes up. Yeah. Could do that too. Britt Baker's shiny gear in this match. Lots of uh looks like AEW stepping up the gear budget. Did you guys not notice that that there was like a crazy amount of like fucking crystals or some such shit on her gear? No. <laughs> I it was like I it was like fucking it was like fucking blinding in the front row. Just me? Okay. No, I said I said I noticed. Oh.
0: People really like Britt Baker, huh? Yeah, I guess huh. I guess they do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like her. I'm not going to make this my hill to die on, you know, like it's all... I I've. I got nothing against her. I'm just not like I'm
1: not like a huge fan, you know, yeah, that's it's not pr- bad. Probably
2: roughly where I'm at. Like, I think as far as what I've got to know from her, she's she's been really cool to me. Oh,
0: I don't know about her as a person at all. Like, I'm just speaking specifically, like, as a wrestler, people are like, wow, Britt Baker is wrestling. Can't wait to see that. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah.
2: But I've, I've, I'm not going to throw out wrestler names, but I, there's one in particular that every time they have a match, either before or after it, I hear wrestlers bitching. I think they're they're really over, and I like them, but I know there's people out there that think they're shit, and I'm really trying to disguise who I'm talking about. <laughs> but I don't know. It's subjective. I don't know.
0: Yeah, man. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. I'm just saying I don't yeah. get the whole uh, Britt Baker thing. I'm happy for it. Go make money right on. Like, I will uh, I'm really happy for anybody getting signed by AEW. Like, hell yeah, make money. Look, I
1: know this. Um, Before they hit TV uh, with her, they need to have a talk with their fucking commentary folks, which is a very difficult job, by the way. Um, (laughs) And make sure that dude knows that if he calls her Dr. Britt Baker DMD every time she does something in a match, he's going to make a heel out of her no matter what. (laughs) because i watched one of those pay-per-views and like by the third time he did it i was like oh this fucking dude is gonna do that the whole time now huh it's okay to call her brit you don't have to don't gotta say the whole thing every time it's a lot to say every time i don't know maybe they're just trying to
2: get over the the, she's a dentist i don't know
1: you think they haven't got over that she's a
2: dentist i don't know i haven't watched any aew so that's just me guessing from what
1: you're telling me. I don't know that they've got over that she's a wrestler, but they definitely <laughs> got over that she's a dentist.
0: Shouts out to Cody Rhodes. No, you're
1: listening. <laughs>
0: I hope he's listening.
1: But um, I would put money on it, Summers. Oh, I, I fuck. I wouldn't either. <laughs>
0: Dude, I gotta do is write Cody Rhodes in a tweet from like the that's a link to the podcast, and he'll like for sure find the shit. <laughs> Apparently don't have that. he doesn't have anything else to do. <laughs> that dude has commented probably every time that I've said his name in a tweet. I've never once tagged him, and he's always like liked him. It's real weird. I don't know, man. Vanity I, search. Really? Like like every time, just like vanity searching. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah, man, but only, like, bad comments. Like, maybe only bad comments, because I know that's all I have to say about him. Yeah, all you have is bad comments. Yeah, but I know he likes them. Who do you
2: think is the best slash worst vanity searcher of wrestlers?
0: Ethan Page.
2: I think I did a test tweet one day. I I mentioned him and Joey Janela of, like, who was going to be the first one to like this through vanity search. It, it was Ethan Page. It, it was Ethan Page, but Joey said he was eating Chipotle, so.
1: Oh. What was he eating? Chipotle.
2: There you go. Every time I say it wrong, I think of you. Trust me, it I'm
1: happens. Gla- I'm glad. I'm glad that I haunt you now with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Next time you ask, I'm just going to say Chipotle, because I know how I you call it that. D- I call it... deep but deep down you're still gonna know no matter what joke you make after you're still gonna (laughs) know like oh i said it (laughs)
2: yeah not the first word that i say wrong i know there's another word i always say wrong but anyway
1: is it intermission because that's where we were at after mercedes martinez beat dr Britt baker dmd and sent her on her way out of aiw via fisherman buster the tweets for this
2: show i don't know what the fuck was going on with my phone and i just double checked uh I had, like, three tweets get drafted because they didn't send out. I'm hoping that changes because I just bought the iPhone 11 Max Pro and hoping not to have as much bullshit.
1: Sweet flex.
2: <laughs> I I really love the phone. I've never liked a phone as much as this one because it's so much smoother compared to the uh, 11. I mean, I'm a 7 Plus.
1: Oh, you went from a 7 Plus to an 11 Plus? pro Mm -hmm. well yeah that's like dark ages to new shit yeah that's crazy (laughs) it
2: feels that's that's a different story um so yeah uh, we, uh, we went into intermission and uh we'll be right back after this are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling Five ninety-nine per month. Get your free trial today at PowerSlam.tv. And coming out of intermission, we had Wes Barkley versus Nick fucking gage. Anything goes, MDK, fans bring the weapons. This is where we came back to. Uh, I'm gonna say it.
0: Wes Barkley uh can really take an ass whooping. Wes Barkley's the fucking man, dude. I don't get why people hate Wes Barkley. I don't understand it. Doesn't make sense. He's so good. Like let am not I hate him, but
2: I'm I'm saying Nick Gage kicked his ass. He took it.
0: I thought that, I thought he's winning it. I really did. That's not even a joke. I thought for sure like Thorne's gonna like watch the fucking world burn and let Wes Barkley get a win over Nick Gage. actually I was, I was <laughs> I kind of wish that would have happened now that you say that. Dude, I was convinced it was going to happen. Like, I was so shocked when Nick Gage won this. I was like, how do you resist that temptation? I couldn't as a booker. I really couldn't. I'd have to Whoa. tell Nick Gage, like, Nick, we got to put this fucking son of a bitch over. I want to watch everybody freak out. <laughs> like, I, And with, you know, with having Josh there, it wouldn't have been
1: as bad. You know, like Nick Gage lost to two dudes. Yeah. But like, but like Wes gets the win. My favorite part of this match was when the crowd chanted, steal his watch at Nick Gage. <laughs> yes. And then he couldn't.
2: <laughs> if, I, if I'm correct, Ed, you were uh, all night, you were tweeting out kind of like your thoughts on some of these matches. Yeah. I, I retweeted the one for this match and it shows up on the feed because that's what I, I read off of. Uh, this was the the tweet. I'm stoked Josh Bishop likes me. It's cool knowing that he doesn't want to rip my fucking head off my shoulders because he easily could. Dude is a madman. Fucking unhitched.
0: Yeah, man. He's a psychopath now. I love it. He's a complete total fucking psychopath. I don't know why it happened, but it's awesome. It's the best.
2: I have I have a feeling when we do the year in review episode, uh, the words Josh Bishop is going to be said a lot. you an intense icon, baby. Oh, yeah. It's a good year to be Josh Bishop. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Wes Barkley did lose. Nick Gage won via power driver into tax. Hey, no
0: shame in losing to Deathmatch God in a a Fans Bring the Weapons match. You know what I mean?
1: No, not even a
0: little bit. David Arquette couldn't do it. I don't know, man. Who can?
2: (laughs) Fun match. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think this was a great way to ease into the second half. And the second half was an absolute pleasure. Uh next up we have two infinity and beyond versus PME for the AIW Tag Team Championships. Uh fuck. I love the story they told here. I felt like it was this like PME is legit. They're they're not losing, no matter all the bullshit that Two Infinity and Beyond used to pull, like it's not working this time. PME has overcome all that shit. How'd you guys feel about this?
1: So I fucking loved it. I these two teams as as much as I usually get sick of seeing two infinity and beyond when they end up working with with one team a lot. uh, This doesn't get old to me. These guys find ways to keep it fresh. And it completely sold me multiple times in this match that the trigger might have been pulled to just put the belts right back on two infinity and beyond. Like I, I there were times where it felt totally possible. Uh, and that's amazing that they were able to pull that off.
0: Yeah, I wanted to infinity beyond to win. I'd like another thing, I wanted I just to see what would happen. Of course, you did. I was I was about to say
2: I'm noticing a pattern because they also retweeted this tweet from at Pod Van Dam. I want to see to infinity beyond win. Strap them up. Let's watch the world burn
0: fuck yeah man like i wanted to see all these people freak out and get legitimately angry like because i know that would have like people would have gotten like for real for real pissed off and i wanted to see it oh yeah people would lose their shit but that's I, how much people love pme if yeah.
1: people love if people love big tuan th- they somehow love pme more
0: it's like wow wow man it would have been great like because people love them as much as they hate colin and cheech and, like, that would have just been perfect. I don't know if you ever get that, like, perfect storm of, like, everything ever again. And I couldn't, like, man, I couldn't really. I wouldn't be able to resist it. Once again, I'd be like, man, I just want to piss. But I guess you don't want to piss everybody off, right? You want them to come to your show. It would not be a good booker.
2: Imagine a match that teams up PME and Big Twan Tucker. I don't know who you put him against, but, like, like
1: Survivor Series style.
2: Dude. We could do Survivor
0: Series <laughs> style. <laughs> And it would be PME and Big Todd Tucker against Enzo Cass and James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can we get a special guest referee, Pat Buck? Pat Buck. Birdcage Pat Buck. That way, Big Cass can't swing back at him. He's got a birdcage on his head. Bigger it's protected Buck. Him. Has anybody checked on, like, maybe that's why Pat Buck knocked him out one shot? Like, maybe Big Cass swung on him, but he's wearing the birdcage. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to ask around about that one. Actually, uh, why don't you ask uh, Thorn? Hope you, I hoped you asked Thorn that question on uh, Pod Van Dam. You think he'd know? He might. I think he he might know. He's uh, you know friends with with old Pat Buck. I'll I'm gonna
0: see if we can tweet Pat Buck and ask if he's wearing that bird cage.
2: <laughs> Absolutely fun match between PME and Two Infinity and Beyond, and it was PME retain via Super Sunset Dreams.
0: That looked painful for old Marino. He was up high in the air, and he fell onto his back. Do not envy him. That looked rough. I'm, not, I'm now noticing on some of Caden's uh, result pictures,
2: like, Ed, you're in the background. This one, you look really sad. Yeah, I
0: think because I really did want Cheech and Colin to win it.
2: God, there's people listening to this that so would just be like, shut your fucking mouth. I did not want to see that happen.
0: I mean, that's the difference between me and most people is like, you know, I'm an artist. And like, <laughs> you know, I can see the bigger picture. I'm a learned man. Next up, we had
2: Matt Justice versus Mance Warner for the AIW in championship. Adding another crazy fucking match to the second half of the show. And I, I kind of thought... This might have been Mance's uh, big AIW moment, or at least the first of uh, big AIW moments for him. And I thought he had the potential of winning the intense title. I wouldn't say unfortunately. I love them both. But he didn't. But still, he fucking he kept at it. Love Mance. Love Justice. What did you guys think about this match? Sorry, Stacey.
1: Oh, man. This match was fucking crazy. This is my favorite match of the night. This is, this is the shit that I like. Fucking just... All hard-hitting and fucking brutal. Both of them were fucking bleeding. It was great. Amazing. Big dumb spots through tables and shit. Love it. Love everything about it. Love you, uh, Ed.
0: Who uh, who yelled CTE? Because, like, fucking stop it. They know what they're doing. They're grown adult men. Like. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, that's what. <laughs> that being said, it, he he fucking brained him with that chair shot, man. Yeah, right in front of me. Best seat that's, in the house for that shit. That's awesome. I don't know man like I get I get how people are like I don't like unprotected chair shots to the head but like I fucking kind of love unprotected chair shots to the head you know what I mean
1: Yeah I mean here's my thing like Matt is an adult man who is allowed to make adult man ass decisions and he has made the adult decision that that's the way he wants to wrestle and you can make the adult decision that you don't like that but he nor anyone else cares So, you know, if you're a fucking crowd comedian who yells CTE, just know there was nobody who laughed. Even people who might agree with you. I didn't hear one fucking chuckle. So
0: I guess try again. No, don't. Don't. (laughs) Like You tried. You're bad at it. It's fine. Like, probably good at other things. That's cool.
1: Yeah. But yeah, like, who gives a fuck? Everybody involved here is of age. They're an adult. They're allowed to make decisions. Uh, it's, nobody's taking liberties with anybody else. Everybody knows what they're getting into, and they fucking signed up. So I think it's a dumb argument to have.
0: I don't even I love this match.
1: Me too. Fucking great. It
2: definitely, I contender for Match of the Night. I don't know if I would say it is, but it's, it's at least in the ring. I just haven't put thought on what would be Match of the Night. I, I, I Like I said, I love mance and i love matt and i think there's so much more of what mance is going to do in aiw and matt's also like done a lot and let's well fuck let's not forget uh jay trophy holder that's still somewhere in the future
1: sure is and you know there's that i know you've talked before about how like oh well bad guys uh cash in and, and sneak a cash in and good guys claim their fucking thing sort of like pme did this year right yeah uh i don't think matt's a good guy or a bad guy and i think he's going to get to use that thing the way he wants to you know all i'm gonna say is the person that
2: told me that is in a position at aiw that maybe that's how it wants to be portrayed it's not just my assumption on it yeah but at the same time it was mentioned last week i felt like if you took took those rules into consideration for joey janella If he was someone who was going to get a chance to cash in, he's a fucking bad, bad boy. So he could break that rule easily and it it would make total sense. And Matt, yeah, I think I'd love to see Matt be the the person that just randomly comes out at the end of a show and is like, no, I'm cashing in now. And I always think too, like those create some of the better moments. I think there's only been one WWE Money in the Bank cash in that was announced that was awesome, and but that was Rob Van Dam and Cena. I felt like all the other ones that are spontaneous are way better.
0: I just wanted to uh, see Matt come out like out of nowhere, you know, ready to cash in and just slit somebody's fucking throat and title <laughs>
1: match. It worked once. Why, yeah. you, why wouldn't it have worked again?
0: <laughs> then a battle royal where everybody has to walk through the blood of the dead man. <laughs> and it's fine. House lights are on. It's fine. And then before anyone wins, you're told to get the fuck out. The fuck out right now. Get the fuck out. Shouts out to Blackcraft Wrestling. I know you're listening.
1: Show of the year. So
2: uh, a lot of a lot of crazy shit happened with Matt Justice and Mance Warner, but it was uh, Matt Justice retained via MK Ultra onto a stack of broken tables.
0: That was About wild. The- it was. I think I, I think I screamed a little when he did it. He was running; it was terrifying. I didn't like. <laughs> Absol- yeah, absolutely nuts. All right, that uh, leads us to
2: our main event of the evening: KTB versus Filthy Tom Lawler for the AIW Absolute Championship. Crazy! This is the second title opportunity for KTB in less than a year.
0: What? When did it?
2: <laughs> Intense title. When? Uh, I have no memory of this Party Pal Versus Matt Oh, I believe that was the show But I know it was him versus Matt And okay. I'm seeing in my head The Party Pal background
0: I don't think I was at that one
2: Was there a convention that day?
0: No, I just don't think I made it <laughs> I might, It, it would probably work if I didn't make it
2: It was the one at the Volleyball Cavern
0: Oh no, it was Masada Tanaka? Yes No, I was there, I just don't remember this match <laughs> drunk no i don't even think i drank that show um
1: yeah matt justice defeats ktb
0: here is it wait did it happen after the World world lost the tag titles <laughs> correct yeah that shows a blur to me after that because i was so fucking legitimately bummed out
2: <laughs> oh that's a sad story i just don't want to get into it right now but anyway ktb versus filthy tom lawler you guys hey everybody
0: it? everybody clapped right yes yeah Hell yeah, everybody. Great job. I told you all we could do it. I knew, man. I had faith in us. Man, K T B uh
1: little, little black metal look for KTB this time. Yes. It's far it's far removed from <laughs> I remember the first time I saw K T B was at the first Joey Janela's spring break in Orlando. Yeah. And he was he was just a dude, the like a dude with Kyle written on his gear. <laughs> and I was like, oh Kyle, i dude. That's I'm I'm in he's he's fucked hard with Satan since then. <laughs> I
0: I drunkenly roasted KTB that show so hard when I was just like, his name's fucking Kyle. <laughs> like uh, yeah. That's your beast name is Kyle. <laughs> Stop. Like
1: But man, Satan has done wonders for him.
0: What did I tweet that
1: he looked like?
0: Oh yeah. I said that his new face paint looks like he started as King Diamond cosplay and his dad told him to get the fuck out of the bathroom.
2: <laughs> yes. I didn't retweet that, but I remember seeing that during the show, and I'm like, all right, that's that was a that was a good one.
1: Didn't realize that the woods that he was from were in Norway.
0: Are they from Norway?
1: I they most black metals from Norway. The uh, only
0: reason King King Diamond and Merciful Fade aren't from Norway. The only reason to know King Diamond and Merciful Fade is because of clerks too.
1: <laughs> I knew like that is say it. It.
0: Look, man, I'll take it. <laughs>
1: That's fine. The fact that you know who King Diamond is is good enough, Ed.
2: The only King Diamond songs I have on my phone are from the Clerk soundtrack. That I
1: didn't. You know, it's probably better for both of you that way. Just you yeah. know,
0: <laughs> who's a big King Diamond fan, is it, Kevin? Yeah. Huh. Because of Brian. Okay. And All Walt. Right. Oh yeah, Walt's like a big metalhead, isn't he? Yeah.
1: Okay. But like both, but both of those dudes like. Brian M. Walt's taste at metal stop somewhere in like the early nineties. <laughs> like, like as soon as youth left them, they were like, I guess there's no new music.
0: That's great. They're old men.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And I was just going to add that I legitimately bought the clerk soundtrack, the whole thing. And I love it. The first clerk soundtrack. No the like clerks too. Okay. No, cause oh. I'll saying King diamond, cause I have the clerks. I have their only reason they're on my phone is because of, the clerks do soundtrack
1: well that that whole record is very good that that song's from but like i said it's probably best if you guys just there's a lot of unpacking to do with king diamond and <laughs> a lot of it's from the
0: 80s ed so you won't like it at all it's fucking <laughs> terrible
1: yeah yeah
0: i know So. no one's beating tom waller by the way just so everybody's aware
1: i mean it sure seems that
0: way which is, if I'm ever on any I prediction guess. episodes, and uh, I'm just going to let us know now, if Tom Lawler's a, in a title defense, I'm picking Tom Lawler. We could just mark that across the board. No one's beating Tom Lawler. Even, even Josh Bishop? No one's beating Tom Lawler.
1: Even it Matt looks like, Justice? It looks like Josh is going to try.
0: Yeah, it does look like Josh is going to try. because Josh is a psychopath, and I like it. I like that he's going to try, it, but uh, no one's beating Tom Lawler. It was uh,
2: Filthy Tom Lawler retained via submission. And then uh, post-match, this is when uh, Josh Bishop came out. And, I mean, he tried attacking Filthy Tom, but Tom was able to kind of defend himself. But Tom had the, the tables turned a little bit when Wes Barkley came out to give a help to Bishop. And that's when Bishop said at Hell on Earth 15, him versus Lawler for the AIW Absolute Championship.
0: Listen, man. Josh Bishop's a psychopath, but like Tom Waller's crazy too, you know what I mean? He pulls that mouthpiece out of his taint, and then he puts it into his mouth. He's a crazy person. I wouldn't want to fight somebody like that. A trained MMA fighter that'll put a mouthpiece from his crotch into his mouth? That's a, I don't know, we're kind of a, mental.
2: <laughs> we're a good two months away from the preview episode for Hell on Earth, but I know what I want to see from this match. I don't know whether I want to say it at least not right now
1: teeth uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think i know what you want to see i think it's the same thing i might want to see well i feel like if i feel like if you say that thing though it won't happen
2: we'll talk about this briefly when we're done recording cuz we're not too far away from that is
0: it uh is it ghoulish? Well, no. Well,
1: I mean, it could it could be
0: could be uh, ghoulish.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, ghoulish shit's worked in the past, right? Yeah. Let's not talk about it,
2: just in case someone changes their mind. Okay. So I'll we'll see
0: some ghoul shit, like, like
2: deathmatch ghoul or uh, Danhausen ghoul.
0: Oh no, uh, both <laughs> teeth. Yeah.
2: So that uh, that wrapped up Bobblehead Night. What were your thoughts on the night as a whole? I'll start with Ed.
0: Pretty decent show. I don't think anything was uh, really like a – I don't know. Never mind. That Manser match was pretty amazing. But uh, I don't think anything was bad either. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Pretty – uh for an Odeon show, like it's – I don't know. It's hard to compare because it seems like for a while we are at the Odeon for like bigger shows. And now we're doing like every show at the Odeon. So it's kind of hard to like when you're in there lose that like big match feel. And like some shows are just shows like this one. But like I liked it. It was a good show. What were your thoughts on the yeah. show, Stacey?
1: yeah i mean i thought the show was was really good um i think the thing that makes it not feel like a big show is the the big shows have now grown to this other thing um i think if this show was at mount carmel it would have felt like a big deal um but just the Odeon kind of makes everything feel like a big deal and somehow at the same time sometimes makes it feel like not such a big deal because now everything is do you know what i mean yeah but i thought the show was really good i thought the tag championship match was great i thought obviously matt and fucking mance was great i thought alex shelley and dom had a great match uh this is a fucking really good show i thoroughly enjoyed the show and i think especially the second half
2: and i think this isn't the first aiw show lately that's like the second half has just been stacked and no matter, like, how good or even how bad the first half was, the second half makes up for it leaps and bounds. And I felt like this second half was great beginning to end. Nothing against the first half. There was a lot of fun in the first half, too. But the second half, especially with Mancer versus Justice. All right. That will do it for the review episode for Bobblehead Night. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go start with Ed?
0: Uh, Yeah. Pop being a damn. So... If you don't know, it's a it's a podcast I do, Recover Wrestling Twitter, and uh, an uh, ongoing mystery with the listener's father. Um, well, uh, uh, for the
2: second week in a row, you're welcome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's dad, uh, man. Tyler's <laughs> dad. Wow. Can't believe he's got a tweeter. <laughs> uh, but that comes out every Sunday, so check that out. And uh me and Stacy do a show together called Super chan It goes over uh, the history of Chris Chan.
1: Yeah, and that is on my show channel, Super Fantastic. Uh, at the beginning of each month, we talk about Chris Chan. Uh, there'll be a new episode of that probably in the first or second week of October. We haven't really talked about when we're going to record it yet, but it'll be there at the beginning of each month. And then... Usually, Super Fantastic has normal, like, kind of long-form interviews. A new one of those uh, just came out last week with Felicia Rose. Um, That is out now. You can listen to it. And in October, I am doing something different with the show. Uh, Instead of doing, like, the one Chris Chan episode and then the one long-form interview uh, I'm gonna do a few separate interviews with people that are shorter, like 15 minutes to a half hour, uh, just talking about favorite horror movies, and there'll be somewhere between four and eight of those throughout October.
0: Am I on that? I've seen a horror
1: movie. You you <laughs> can be. You can have one of the slots. Ed. Cool. you are going talk you... about
0: Goosebumps, The Haunted Mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, in reality, so, like so I look like, forward to that. And I like Sleepaway Camp a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah no you
1: can for sure when we record the chris chan stuff we can just do that too cool uh just so, so yeah oh sorry i was so, yeah th- that's super fantastic on wherever you get your podcasts i was gonna throw it out there this episode is coming out in october oh yeah, so that <laughs> shit's happening right now and you've probably already that chris chan episode's there and you can listen to it because it's there already right now and there's probably one or two people already talking about horror movie shit so go enjoy oh this super is fantastic october? This episode will be coming out October third.
0: Oh, cool! Wait, I have one more thing to mention. Uh, this month, uh, Pod Van Dam Halloween Spooktacular will be coming out, and it's like a thing we do every year with Justin, where it's like old Pod Van Dam, not me. With with like no no with uh, <laughs> not Justin Summers, uh, but yeah, we're gonna have uh, our our usual. We have Carlito on there from Wrestling Hell, and he reads Creepy Pasta. Um, Jesse Ventura will probably stop around. Smith Hopefully. Hart. So yes, Smith Hart for sure, because that's Carlito's right-hand man. Um, and it sounds like me doing impressions to all these people, but that would be stupid. I wouldn't waste my time. I don't know why anybody would be pretending it. to be Bret Hart's eldest brother, Smith. That would be stupid. Any any other plugs? Oh, oh and both of
1: us do commentary now for UXWA, oh, yeah. and there's going to be a uh, way to get that streaming. So keep an eye on the UXWA Twitter and listen to us. Uh, sort of fail at commentary the first time we do it.
0: But fail upward. We got better. I'm finding positives. I'm a positive person. Ed, what are, what's all the social media
2: for uh, Pod Van Dam? And what's the phone number that uh, listeners could call?
0: Uh, at Pod Van Dam on Twitter, at Pod Van Dam on Instagram, facebook.com slash Pod Van And the phone number for the, you can call in and ask us questions. We'll answer them on the air. It's 209 Pod V Dam which is 20976, I'm doing this live, <laughs> 38326. All, right.
1: All right. I'm taking your word for it.
0: All right. Well, it's Pod VDM, <clears throat> guys. Come on. Everybody has a phone. You know what you're doing here.
1: I tweeted that phone number at some point this week. So uh, if if that was wrong, look at, at Stacy Silver's timeline from, oh, that's October. <laughs> never mind. You'll never fucking find it. But odds are,
2: uh, wrestling Cheers has at least retweeted one Pod Van Dam number tweet. Uh, you probably have. There's, I mean, the the number comes out a lot on Twitter, especially like
1: midweek. So it's it's out there. It's out there. Like phone pads don't have letters on them anymore.
0: Your uh, your phone does. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Pull up, pull up your phone thing right now and try to dial a number. It's got letters. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker! It
2: does. <laughs> And uh, of course, you can find myself at HeavySet330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Resting Cheers, Twitter.com slash Resting Cheers, and Instagram.com slash Resting Cheers email. If you so choose to desire Resting Cheers at gmail.com, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, restingchairs.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Your Vision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic, Road Home From Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The Indie Cast, Center of the Universe, Sobros Network, UXWA Today, Big Gold Belt Podcast, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, I Got Your Five Stars, and Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling. And check out our other non- Podcast friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Power Slam TV, use Wrestling Cheers all one-one to get your first month free, Ringside Shots Photography, Sickening Pictures, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you want to watch the world burn. Later.
1: End up breaking all your worries. Sure would help a lot. Would you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. And for all the fights you've had, you'll be where you can You're a pain, why you can't see. Roads are all the same. You're <tries> my body for